left my nine to five and went to a kiosk. Mm-hmm. That was my first opportunity actually working in cosmetics. Um, killed it. In three months, made that lady $35,000. And don't nobody know what the hell that brand is called. Um, and I did that through the power of upselling. I knew, I knew what my strong points were, so I capitalized off of that. Welcome to the Friends in Beauty podcast a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get real answers, and practical tools to grow their businesses. My name is Aquia Robinson, and I'm a makeup artist, beauty educator, and the creator of Friends in Beauty. I created Friends in Beauty to support like-minded creatives, just like you, on their quest to connect, network, and build genuine relationships within the beauty community. Join me every week as me and my special guests reveal the keys to success and longevity in the beauty industry, and most importantly, have fun while doing it. You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me, and I hope you're listening to this episode in high spirits and in good health. If you are a friend in beauty, I welcome you to join the Friends in Beauty Facebook community. If you're looking for a community of like-minded, ambitious, friends in beauty to virtually connect with, network, and share resources, then click the link down below in the show description to join our community. And I'll be there to welcome you with open arms. Also, follow Friends in Beauty on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty. What I like to do is something called the Friends in Beauty Friday feature, where every Friday I spotlight a different friend in beauty and their accomplishments. So no matter how big or small you think it is, I want to shout you out. I want to send you some good vibes. So all you have to do is use the hashtag FIB Friday feature and tag Friends in Beauty on something that you have accomplished, and I'll share it with the community. Additionally, the Friends of Beauty podcast is available on several platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google, YouTube, you name it, we are there. And whatever platform you're listening from right now, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into the Friends of Beauty podcast. I really appreciate you so much. And I would love it even further if you took the time to leave a five-star rating, a review, a comment, a like, a share, something to let me know what you think about the Friends of Beauty podcast. Also, join the Friends in Beauty mailing list tribe. My mailing list tribe is the first to know about all things Friends in Beauty, and I send out different business resources, tips, motivation, inspiration throughout the week. So if that's something that you're interested in as well, the link for that would be down in the show description. And the last thing, the most important thing is to share the Friends in Beauty podcast with your other friends in beauty, your family, your friends, Anybody that you think could benefit from the information that is being shared, share, share, share a way to help me build the community. Now, today on the Friends of Beauty podcast, I welcome my friend in beauty, Crystal Ray, to the Friends of Beauty guest chair. Crystal is a consultant that helps service providers leverage their scaling potential so they can fully optimize the most valuable asset we can never own our time. So if you are ready to simplify your business operations, then you definitely need to tune into this episode and give Crystal a call afterwards. 
I met Crystal as a makeup artist and recently I saw that she was transitioning out of being a makeup artist and fully into her role as a consultant. And when I saw that, I said, oh no, I need to have her on the Friends of Beauty podcast. I need all the tea. Sis was closing up all the Morphe palettes, throwing the brushes in the trash. And I was like, I need to know what's going on and why she's making this transition. So we talked about so much in this episode and it was such a pleasure to catch up with her. Crystal shared how her journey in the beauty industry began and also shared some of her highlights while being a makeup artist. She also shared why she chose to fully transition into being a consultant and put the makeup brushes down she also shares the power of upselling and gives some tips on how to efficiently systemize your business so without further ado because this is an amazing episode let's go ahead and jump into this interview with my friend in beauty crystal ray enjoy welcome to the friends in beauty podcast crystal thank you (laughs) hey y'all Hey girl, hey, I'm so excited to have you because I was just telling you, I, I love interviewing, not only like meeting new people, but I love interviewing people that I know because even though we know each other, I don't think I really know that much about like your journey and like how you got started and then. Oh, yeah, we definitely ain't go back that far. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so excited and honored to have you on the podcast, my real friend in beauty for real. Um, So before we get started, of course, I know, right? color purple vibe before we get started I want to ask you some icebreaker questions just to you know warm us up and let the friends and beauty audience get to know you a little bit outside of the world of beauty and consulting and everything all the things yes so the first one is just give me three random facts about you um I have five kids that I birth naturally no meds um I professionally pole danced for three and a half years. Um, oh, what's another one? What's another one? Oh, I've been married for 15 years and all my kids is by the same man. Oh, girl. Won't he do it? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's the little things that matters to me, for me. I love that. I love that. 15 years. So, girl, he get on my nerves every day and twice on Tuesday. But I'm going to keep him. I love it. What do I'm people <laughs> What do people always tell you that you're good at? <sighs> Shit, what am I not? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I curse? No, I'm good. Lighting up a room, for sure. I can walk into a room and captivate whomever I want, um, but definitely grab people's attention and just, you know, light up the room. Just be a positive force. I love that. Yeah. I could definitely agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, like, what would you say? Pace yourself. Slow down. You have time. Mm-hmm. Got you. When is the last time you did something for the first time? <laughs> I'm like, does that count? Um, last month. What you do? I can't. Uh-uh. Oh, you're not going to tell us? Do you got to choose something else there? Because we want to know. Give me another question. <laughs> I can't. Uh-oh, uh-oh, okay. Give me another question. So if you weren't a consultant right now, what else could you see yourself doing? Um, Teaching dance. Like what sure. kind of dance? Like pole dance? Oh, seductive girl. All the floor moves, all the things. Okay. 
<laughs> and you said you pole dance. Was it like pole dancing? Like yeah. the pole dancing? Like, the whole, like the whole, yeah, all the tricks, girl. All the tricks. I have a pole in my room right now. Hold up, like the strip club pole dancing? <laughs> what? Yes, all the tricks. I never got money for it, though. Not for real. I mean, I had a party, my 27th birthday party at a strip club. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely got on, like, I had a whole section. We got on the stage because it was all my friends from Polatees. That's the studio. Shout out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we we lit up the stage. We got, you know, someone thrown at us then. That's it. You know, baby daddy was tripping. He wouldn't let me make a real coin. Man, look, pole dancing is hard. I took like some classes back in the day, and when Girl. I like the studio that I went to, they had stairs. Leaving out of there, going down the stairs, my legs was like yeah, that sounds about right. That wobbling. That stamina, girl. But you will be in shape, my god. And that's why I give it up to the strippers. Like I respect like y'all hustle because the ones who do the tricks, the, the ones that do the tricks, exactly. Okay. Not the ones that just stand there. Hmm. <laughs> not them no not them the ones that's like actually climbing up they like inside. i need some flips i need some splits on the pole <laughs> i need all the things do something i can't do and then yes <laughs> well thank you for sharing that like i had no idea about the pole dancing thing but that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> So anytime I interview people that I know personally i always ask them and I know you probably know the answer do you remember how we met <laughs> It was this one toxic ass beauty coach. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it, was amazing. it was an amazing experience in terms of who I met out of there. Mm-hmm. I would definitely mm-hmm. say that. Um, so what year was that? End, you know, we still 2017, um, okay. February 18, 2018. It was 2018? Mm-hmm. Dang. Because my years get like, I'm over here like, is it, was it 2016? That was 2018? It was definitely 2018. Because my mom had just passed. Because I remember releasing some of that yeah. grief in the session. I do remember your mom had just passed like maybe like a week or two or something. It was very close. But her funeral was like a few weeks prior. Her funeral, gotcha. yeah. But she I passed on Christmas. Got you. I remember that. Dang, 2018. Like February. Yeah, so me and Crystal had the same, um, like, beauty business coach, I guess, beauty business coach. Um, We were in the same coaching program together, so that's how we met. So I think we met at, like, the event that she did, and then we enrolled in the program, and then we were able to see each other, like, every week or whatever on the the Zoom calls. And that's what I miss about, like, being in coaching programs, like, right now, at least, is, like seeing my, seeing my people because yeah. we, aren't, we aren't in the same state so it's like seeing you know the people on the zoom every week and building those connections with them and you know everybody's going through the same challenges pretty much and like we're all working through our problems like is that camaraderie that like we definitely all bonded in certain yeah. ways just yeah. being on those calls together so yes sure, yes yes sure. tell the people where you're originally from mm, now Beretta um College Park Atlanta Georgia for those who don't know (laughs) the A I could turn it on and turn it off um Gabby Road to be exact for those who are from Atlanta if you know you know got you got you got you and how did your journey start in the beauty industry because I really don't know (laughs) (laughs) so uh my husband 
I actually, I had everything that I've always needed to be a makeup artist, but I never wanted to be a makeup artist. Um, I just had everything for my, you know, my own needs and I could help, you know, friends or family if they needed their makeup done. Yeah. I would always be shopping at different counters, of course, all the pro counters. And every single time that I'd be at a Mac counter, the um, Mac rep would always ask me, oh, what counter do you work at? And I'm like, girl, I work for y'all. And then one day um, I was in Nordstrom um, at the Mac counter and outside of Nordstrom in that particular mall, there's a whole Mac store. That manager came over and yeah, was in there and was like, ask me to what, what counter do you work at? And I'm like, I was just telling her <laughs> I don't work for you. And my husband was like, they saw something. So I was really, really, really into, and I still am. I love to get dressed. So I was really, really into fashion and I was working at Nordstrom and, um, girl, I got fired. First one hired, last one, or no, what? Last one hired, first one to fire. <laughs> um, so they did inventory girl and I was up out of there, but I was killing it. I was killing it and I loved it. And I was on my way to being a personal stylist. And when I got fired, I was like, well, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. And two weeks later, while I'm still kind of trying to figure it out, I found out I was pregnant with baby number five. Ooh. Yes. And what year was and this? Was like, this is 2014. Okay. Um, no, 13. Found out I was pregnant and I was like, now for real, what am I supposed to do? Like we, me and my husband, we were still on a two income household, you know? So I was just like, bruh, like I can't get a job anywhere. Um, I had my own t-shirt line at the time. It was called Foul Material. Mm -hmm. um, so that was doing great. It was time for me to go to the magic trade show, which was going to be in Vegas. And I'm like, okay, I can't fly out. The, the trade show was going to be in August. I wasn't going to be able to fly out to the trade show because I was going to look like a beluga whale. <laughs> I was going to be due in a couple months. So I was like, all right. I sat down and I prayed about it. And I was just like, all right, God, what do you want me to do? Because I clearly can't go clock in nowhere, not being pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, file material is on pause. What's the plan? 10 minutes later, my husband walked in the room and was like, why don't you do makeup? So I entertained it. Mm -hmm. The next day, I prayed about it and I was just like, all right, God. And this is how I talk. I talked to him real straight up. So I was like, all right, look, you know how I am. I'm going to need you to show me a sign like real quick. If I put it out there, I need to know or else I'm going to stop. You're right. Just wait and see things. And sure enough, he did. So I turned foul material into foul doll. Um, and when I made the announcement, girl, the gram went crazy. And I was just like, oh, shit, y'all really like the girl. Okay. <laughs> um, and I kept telling myself, I was like, I'm just doing this till I have the baby. Mm -hmm. And girl, the bottom almost fell out. Like I'm sitting there working. Um, I was in Salon Ramsey. It's a popular salon here in Atlanta. Um, and I'm working, contracting everything. Girl, went and had the baby. A week later, people are calling me like, uh, you at the house or yeah, makeup done? Hello. Yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all gonna pull up. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, it's over. It's over. And I never turned back. Never. And you could have never told me that I would be here. That's dope. So did you, did you ever go back to like work at Mac or anything like that? Or you just started off? They never wanted to hire me. Girl, the audacity. 
the audacity when I'm not doing makeup everybody where you work where you work where you work all the managers once I start doing makeup all the managers get fired I'm sick okay okay I'm about to say that so they got fired they weren't there you know know what though honestly it was never in my destiny to work for that company because Mm -hmm. I have had plugs on plugs on plugs Mm -hmm. when it comes to Mac like Mm -hmm. amazing genuine relationships that were built and girl they couldn't even get me in like it would always be like a snafu, you know, like, oh, we had to do a hiring freeze or child, the, the dumbest shit every time. And that's how I took it too. Cause I like, I think I applied for Mac like three times. I know, I know for sure I have applied to Sephora at least, at least six times. Please. I only got interviewed once. I, I made it through like the first round of Mac interview one time, made it to like the second round. I never got to the hands-on portion. I didn't make that, see, okay. I never got to the hands-on. I did, I only got one interview though. I never got to the hands-on portion. And like, I just took it as like, okay, that's not the route you're supposed to go because I was pretty decent at makeup. You know, they trained you too. At that time, I Girl, no, look, between me and my comp, because like they did a a, like a joint interview type of situation and she Uh put out her portfolio and I was just like, oh, bitch, I got it. (laughs) And God was like, you thought. Right. And she probably got it. And then like, you did it. It'd be but weird. You know, that started to tell me a little bit. I was like, oh, so Mac don't really want nobody that know how to do makeup. They want people who can sell. That's what they Which want. Which I can do if y'all let me. Yes. And I can paint too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. A mess. Yes. I got <laughs> it, Girl, it's a mess. We could go on and on about Mac because it's so many people who have like those similar stories so I know they do I know they do and everyone who's worked for it has told me I ain't miss nothing mm-hmm. for me it was always the gratis you know it was the shiny shit like oh y'all get free makeup child a lipstick here and there and you know the crazy thing too when I first started doing makeup a lot of people it was either people who were like so obsessed with mac or it was the people I had gotten a lot of people were like do you use mac because like it breaks me out like I'm allergic to it and like so I never really went the route of like putting a whole bunch of MAC stuff in my kit. Like I had some of the concealers and um, like lip liners, but the foundations, I've always been scared because people were like, it breaks me out. So First of all, it break y'all out because y'all don't wash y'all damn face. <laughs> you better tell them. Shoot. Girl, don't get me. I'm not. I'm not doing this. That is so funny because y'all ain't washing y'all face. That's why it's breaking you out. Not having these conversations. (laughs) So look, so when you when you decided to go ahead and jump into makeup, something totally brand new to you, how did you go about like building your business and making a name for yourself? Was it just based off of that start in the salon or what did you do at that time? Yeah, like so I knew that people already knew me under the guise of foul material. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, well, let me just flip it. And I made it foul doll. It's easy to remember. Um, and I kept that going. I did foul doll shoot for about a year. Mm -hmm. Um, how did I find them? One company, I think they found me on Instagram, probably from like hashtags or something. Um, a company called makeup or MUA of Atlanta or something like that. Anyway, they contacted me to join their agency Mm -hmm. and do work. Yeah. Um, so I thought I was put on. And I met some great, great people, some great connects. Mm-hmm. Um, once I met them, I got, and as soon as I, no, maybe like a month after I had had the baby, I got on Thumbtack. Okay. 
because I know how to sell, I killed it on Thumbtack. And that was it. Like, that's all she wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep telling tell me. Okay, so I left, I left my nine to five and went to a kiosk. Mm-hmm. That was my first opportunity actually working in cosmetics. Um, killed it. In three months, made that lady $35,000. And don't nobody know what the hell that brand is called. What? (laughs) Yes. Um, And I did that through the power of upselling. I knew knew what my strong points were. So I capitalized Mm -hmm. off of that. Everyone loved, I love, love lashes. Um, They had the regular strip, 99 cent with the blue bottom. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, type of lashes at the counter but I would stack them so I would always do like the number 43 with the wispy that was a dope ass look girl that that wispy hit hard Uh, but this was like shit six years ago you know like they weren't doing this you weren't getting the full fluttery lashes so and then this is when like mink lashes just came on the scene Mm -hmm. so I saw the mink lashes had came on the scene I went ahead and um like told like the owner about that started bringing my own up there, me and my homegirl started bringing our own up there. And we just upsold from there. Cause people would always ask me like, you know, oh, well I want your lashes. And I'm like, these are mink so I can stack yours. Right. Or, and when I would stack them, like that was $20 off that. Um, when they would say like, you know, oh, I want a, f- a full face. Um, I would always just upsell them from that. Like I, child, I'm, I'm going to upsell you for sure. Um, I did so well and you know my personality is what it is so the, it was literally a line like during prom season I had only been up there for a month and then prom season kicked in and girl it was sick like we had lines going all the way down the mall um, and it was just me and my homegirl who were like kind of like the strongest artists mm-hmm. um, so you know we always had lines waiting for us um, when I made her when I calculated well shit it wasn't even me my husband once again <laughs> went out the pay stubs one day and was just like uh yo you do realize that you done made this lady $35,000 right that's great and I was like you know oh shit so of course I'm smelling myself and I quit like do it for yourself one day and I quit uh-huh. just like nigga um and girl that was all wrong all wrong I have no clients no plan no clue how they were going to find me child I just left mm-hmm. right um want me to keep going sure well okay. I, I do have a question like how did you oh, okay. um where did your sales experience come from at that time oh you- from retail okay um, so yeah from Nordstrom because with Nordstrom I was I started out in petite focus mm-hmm. <laughs> um I started in petite focus had my first baby um then moved to women's shoes mm-hmm. killed it killed it um what was always easiest for me when selling was to sell whatever I truly believed in mm-hmm. so when it came to the clothes and petite focus if I'm not gonna wear it I'm not gonna show it to you nor am I gonna tell you that the shit look cute like it look cute for you or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Don't ask me my honest opinion. Yeah. And I've had many people do that and I remix their whole shit and they love it. Um, also, because I'm very fashion forward, forward excuse me, um, I was always dressed apart. So 
So once I was in women's shoes, that's when um like the combat boot look came out. Mm-hmm. And folks were being still like safe with the combat boots. Like, oh, I'm gonna put this on with some pants, some jeans. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm putting it on with a dress. <laughs> and girl, like folks was coming, boots that were not selling, like dead ass. It was these bomb. Um, I think it was like a Steve Matt. It was a Steve Madden boot for real. It wasn't the Trooper though, because that's like the classic um combat boot by them. I can't remember what this one was called. It was so girl, it was a boot. Oh, this was a boot. It was so nice. Um, and I rocked the hell out of it with a dress. And when I did that, like I sold so many pe- me and my husband, because he was working across the floor um in BB shoes. Okay. So, yeah, like folks was like, well, what are those? He was like, oh, they're right there. But it was me that sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I realized it's me and it's not necessarily the item, and if I just give them the inspiration or you know, show them how to use it, then they'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that I truly believe in, they're not going to return it. Mm, I like that. So, yeah, so that worked. And I took that same skill to the customer service department, which was downstairs in Nordstrom. So I'm no longer really like face to face with the customers. I'm more so I was in a supervisory role when it came to um, five different departments, women's shoes being one of them. So, yeah, when that role like if you had a return over $500 then they would have to come down to me and I would always flip those sales too like especially the cosmetic ones like that was easy yeah I had folks coming down there you know trying to return brushes or you know the normal products that they didn't bought because they wanted it full face and then they act like they ain't know what to do with it afterwards um my thing was at the end of the day what you're not gonna do is get over on my homegirl that's at the counter you know what I mean right but still, I would educate them um, just when it came to, you know, how to properly use it. Um, and sometimes we'd even add on some additional stuff like, oh, you just need this. You're the queen of upselling. Yeah, girl, I can upsell you now. But no, and it's, it's honestly, it's I just give you what you need. If you don't need it, I won't let you get it. I, mm-hmm. I won't encourage it. Yeah. At least. So, yeah. And I did the same thing in my business um, when it came to following up, you know, even with inquiries from Thumbtack. If they reached out to me, but I didn't hear back, I would always follow up and just say, hey, you know, have you found an artist for your special day? They always came back and was just like, oh, shit, I forgot. But since you're here. Right. Boom. That's where a lot of people drop the ball to like just follow, follow up. up. I promise follow you. Follow up. It, man. Or they can get so many, especially with a website like Thumb, uh, Thumbtack, but any lead generating type of website keep in mind, like, they're going to get a lot of responses. Yeah. How do you stand out? And for me, I stand out by not communicating with you when everybody is on your line. I love that. I love, is Thumbtack still popping? Girl, for me, it is. It's okay. been lit. But, well, for me, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we'll get into that. <laughs> so definitely. So once you stepped out on your own from the kiosk, how did you go about, um, building your clientele since the you didn't have a proper way yeah the proper the way proper way because <laughs> long story short I quit I went back um quit again no got fired mm. <laughs> she was like you ain't gonna quit on me this time I'll get you first <laughs> the twist <laughs> got fired but the day that I got fired here's what's the, the key um when I got fired right before I got fired they begged me to come back so I quit that summer and my pride wouldn't let me go back when I realized that I didn't do it the right way. Um, 
and girls started selling cars. Okay. <laughs> like I can sell water to a well, but baby, cars ain't it. Okay. Not for me. I'm not gonna convince you to do you want it? Yeah, you wanted that. Will your friends <laughs> allow it? I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> it's real simple. Right. I'm not about to convince you to get this kid Optima over the Forte. I really don't give a damn what you drive off in. Mm-hmm. So, um, fast forward, I'm sitting in the dealership one day, girl, looking straight ahead, like out of all the windows into the parking lot. And I'm just like, Lord, this ain't it. And I'm going to need you to show me what's it. Mm-hmm. it. Do I go back to makeup? I kind of fell out of love with it a little bit because it hurt my feelings. So what's up? An hour later, I checked my email. The counter manager or the kiosk manager emailed me and was like, I don't care what you're doing and what you own, but I need you back here at this counter. You need that uh, sales. Oh, New Year's Eve. Push up. Okay. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm gone. When I tell you I have never been rehired and onboarded so fast in my life, girl. (laughs) Like within 10, 15 minutes of me saying yes, they already had me completely onboarded, back in the system, everything. All right, you're going to be here when? Right. You come come later? (laughs) So the kicker for me was in a very pivotal moment. When I got back to the counter, New Year's Eve, of course I had a line, killed it, got done. We're all cleaning up. We're clocking out. The manager and assistant manager, who was my homegirl, um, were you know like talking or whatever was just like what she do what she do let me see I'll give my money give my money and I'm like what the fuck what are y'all talking about they bet on me and what my numbers would be okay okay I was always when I was there I was the top performing um artist and you know sell seller um in the entire company she had three different kiosks um so yeah I was like yo for real like y'all ain't i ain't worked with y'all in a good about eight months y'all know what i'm capable of and i wasn't even aware of that like i you know i knew but not like that you know Mm -hmm. be betting on it um so that night like on the way home i called my husband i was just like all right yeah this this is it for now but this ain't finna be it it Mm -hmm. i need to make my exit plan um, I started fasting. I went on the Daniel fast the next okay. day. And you know, that's a fast. <laughs> okay. Mind you, the kiosk was right next to Cinnabon. Oh girl. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> the devil and Smooth the King right next to it. All the sugar. But um, but yeah, so I went on the Daniel fast and I prayed and I was just like, when my schedule gets to a point where my personal, like my personal life or freelance conflicts with the counter and there's no way that I can you know because the count is a kiosk so they still kind of had flexibility for the most mm-hmm. part um but you know I'm like there's no way that I can really like make it work then I'll leave mm-hmm. within three weeks my thumbtack was fire and my schedule was in that predicament and I ain't telling them I needed to go instead I'm going back and forth between management. I'm like, all right, so can I get this day off? And then that day and come in at this time on this one, trying to work it around my, my you know, yeah. clients. And they were like, uh, girl, it's prom season. And I don't know who you think you playing. 
but you got to be at this counter. You especially. Right. Because you brings the coins. And I was just like, oh, no, this ain't cool. This ain't cool. This ain't it. I accepted a bride whose wedding was during prom. Like it was on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, and the day that I went and did her consultation, it was in the morning. I had to go to work. I had to be to work at 12 o'clock. I did her consultation and I was just like, you know, I ain't going to say nothing to the job until she tells me that, you know, she wants me for her wedding. Mm-hmm. She told me she wanted me for her wedding. I'm on the way to work now. Like I had to leave her and go straight to the counter and I'm driving and I get a call and girl, the most random thing, when I tell you the shit made no sense whatsoever. Um, But essentially I got fired and I was so carefree. Like I felt like a weight had been. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Now I don't have to tell you about my schedule. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it felt like a little more than that. And I was just like, this is different this time. Like I know mm-hmm. what it is. And I called my husband and I was just like, okay, so I just got fired. <laughs> I'm like, but don't worry, don't worry. Like, cause he started tripping, you know, I was like, nope, nope. It's different this time. I promise you it's different. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. And show a shit as shit. It was different. I love it. Yeah. So you mostly did brides off a of thumbtack or was that like everyday women? Um, so that year, that was 2016, 17, 16 and 17. Um, and then at the end of 2017, like I had already left. So I left in four or was fired in four in April. Mm-hmm. Um, by November, I was looking over my numbers and I was like, bitch, you killed it. Yes. <laughs> but I'm tired. So let's reevaluate some things. And I saw that between March and May, I made the most. Okay. I, was like, I also put the most miles on my car. So I was like, how can I, what, what is a way that I can service the type of clients that I want in terms of the style of makeup? Cause that was another thing. Like I loved doing just like nice, soft aesthetics. I didn't really, I wasn't your, your cut crease, your hobby lobby glitter chick. Right, right. Um, and that's when that was like the thing. But what I loved and what a lot of moms loved about me was that my shit looked age appropriate. It's still glam. Y'all still gonna get lashes and everything, but it's gonna be age appropriate. Right. And it was best of both worlds. My prom baby was happy. Mom was happy. The tip was there. Right, right. This is a thing. So I was like, all right, how can I do the same thing, but just group together? Like, I'm not trying to drive to 10 different houses. Give me 10 people in one spot. And I can't remember if I Googled something or if I was having a conversation with a friend who was just like, why don't you just do bridal? I did one wedding that went bad, child. like not on my part. The bride mm-hmm. came and disputed all three of her payments, child. That's a whole nother oh, story. Y'all know. Y'all it, you know. Anyway, once I got my money back, <laughs> I called the, because uh, I did, called the hairstylist who was working um, on set. And I asked her, I was like, did she play you like this? Because she played me to the left. And she was like, girl, no, but keep me posted. You know, when you get the results, like, let me right. know. 
So we stayed in touch because of the dispute status. And once I had it resolved, we have never stopped talking since. And she is one of my closest friends to this day. But she was always going heavy. She do bridal hair or does bridal hair. So she was going heavy and bridal. And I was just like, girl, plug me in. Like hair, makeup. She was like, well, I'm on the night. Um, I'm further down. I really get more referrals, but you know, try it. And I was like, well, they called me a few weeks ago. So let mm-hmm. me see what they're talking about. Girl got on there, did the same damn thing that I did on Thumbtack, killed it within two days of being live on the night. I had already booked two full-on weddings and paid for a whole year's worth of my subscription. Wow. Yeah, that's and amazing. This would have only been technically my third wedding on the books. Yeah. So yeah. So then you just stuck with weddings. Weddings was and where it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. Cause I loved it. I love the love, like the energy. Like how many people say when they go to work, they are surrounded by love and support. I wait. Look, <laughs> look. I stopped doing weddings right now. I will only do a wedding if I know you personally, <laughs> because like I don't look at it that way. You, you remember Nikki? Was Nikki with us? Nikki? Yeah. Yeah. And Nikki told me the reason why she does bridal makeup. And I was like, I think I should stop because it ain't that. Uh-uh, no, Nikki be deep now. That's my girl. She be deep though. I let her stop. Uh-uh. When she I told me the day. reason, I was like, it's not, it's not that for me. For me, it's because. It ain't that for me either. It. I know. But it was so beautiful and so profound. I was like, they. Her voice, her, her voice is like the cherry on top. When yes, she I was like, they deserve an artist like that for their wedding. For sure. I mean, I love weddings. I always cry at weddings. I just love the love too, but I'm not as excited about it. So I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I ain't doing it no more. Girl, oh yeah, no, nah, I be genuinely excited. Especially if it's a pretty bride, girl. And it be like a bride, bride. Like, I got no backyard wedding. Like, baby, let's do it. <laughs> I love, love. I, and I love just being able to just see like other women that just look good. Like, yes. Yes, yes. And they know, you know, like for that one day, they definitely have like that confidence. Because I meet a lot of women that don't, a lot. Um, and that's another reason why I just loved makeup. I love enhancing beauty and helping women see what is already there. Like, and I always say that when they hold up the mirror and they're like, I look like a different person. No, you don't. Right. You, No, you don't. Right. You've been in there all along and I have no problem pulling that out. And mm-hmm. I get the opportunity to pull that out kind of like in abundance or in groups in a wedding. Right, and all that it's energy. So fun. Yeah, it is so fun. And I'm such an extrovert. Like, I, I live, I thrive in social <laughs> settings like that. So that's right up my alley. What's your sign? Taurus. You a Taurus? <laughs> I love Taurus. Is y'all, Maybe y'all Taurus, And I never saw Star Wars. <laughs> I'm a waste of a birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I want to know, like... <clears throat> What are some highlights that stand out to you? Like some, I guess some, I don't know, some highlights, yeah, of things that you have done as a makeup artist that you're like, yeah, that's a that's a good look. Can I tell you one that stands out for me for you? Ooh, yeah, you have one? Yes. Cause I totally want this for myself. <laughs> you so silly. <laughs> when you when you got to do Chloe and Hallie. Oh girl. Oh. I was like, yes. 
this because I love them. I, I just Girl, love them. when I tell you still to this day, no one has beat them. The sweetest, most genuine clients, most appreciative clients I have ever encountered. Those girls, when I tell you, they parents. Mm-hmm. If I can send my children over there, because <laughs> they raised them girls, like they beautiful souls yeah you can tell Um, and the the girl the makeup was easy it was just a good time like we were literally laughing they was playing beyonce and messing up the lyrics i was surprised that they didn't know the words (laughs) i was just like yo what was going on (laughs) me too too. um but you know what it's funny that you bring that up because i did bring that moment up i was talking to my husband the um the other day and i was just like nigga like how many folks can say they are separated from the beehive by one degree yes yes so i'm good um another very very important client of mine who i'm so grateful for is connie orlando um she's the executive vp and head of programming for bet nice a lot of celebs shout her out on BET all the time and I'd be like oh I know her (laughs) that's my client every time she's in Atlanta she hits me up um so grateful just to be you know like encounter people like that um such power like she's a boss and you could feel the energy in the room but again I saw like she's still just a person yeah like she's so normal, so normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a pivotal moment. What's another one? That's kind of, other than honestly stepping out and killing it every time that I said I wanted to make a pivot. So, hey, I want to leave the counter with a plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Killed it. Um, I want to go into bridal. Killed it. You know, so like every time that I've said I wanted to do something, I have killed it. Yeah. Where were you at in your business when you decided to get a coach? Was that your first time like going into a coaching program or had you had coaches before? Honestly, yeah. Like a real one. Yeah. Yeah. I had, you know, like, oh, we teach this class or, oh, you're my mentee, but full on coach. Yeah. And I'm traumatized ever since. But where were you at in your business? Like what made you what made you think it? Oh, I just wanted more. Yeah. I, I've always been that type. Like I always wanted more. So um an an artist who, you know, I looked up to, I knew had um trained or was coached under her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, let me rock out with her. You did that. And then I found out she didn't do that. I think I kind of felt so, the same I, way. So that's like, when you see other people's results and you're like, I'm not that different from them. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of go like the same route and then you realize like. You actually are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Girl. And that's like, that's a big, big takeaway for me. Like after that first coaching experience, I no longer chose coaches based on a referral, if you will. Like it was more so just who spoke to my spirit and who did I feel, you know, really would be able to guide me. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, but true, I didn't find another one until my current one. Got you. So. Sometimes it takes that just to kind of wait. Cause I think a lot of us were just so eager 
Yeah. At the time, we were just looking for something. We wanted so bad that you just kind of make like those hasty decisions in the moment. And then, I mean, all, everything is still a learning experience because I'm sure I'm, I'll ask you this question a little later, but everything is a learning experience. So we got to meet, you know. Yeah. No, and I don't, I don't have <clears throat> any regrets out of that, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, one, the large investment that I made, that was the largest investment I've ever made. Um, but I also, I know the word and God said, you reap what you sow mm-hmm. seven times seven. I need all of it. Yeah. So, and he gave it to me. So I knew that I was just like, you know, coach aside, he's going to do a good return on his investment. So either way, this money is not going to be a waste. And at the end of the day, that's usually people's core concern is like, you know, did I waste money? No. So, yeah. Yeah, I was good. I was like, it, it's fine. And I did. I made back my investment with her, I think, in like two or three months. Cause whew. so one thing I'm starting to see a lot with like my friends in beauty, my makeup sisters, a lot of people are really starting to transition out of like doing makeup. So I need like when I saw your post the other day, I was like, I need all the tea. She over here closing up the Morphe uh, palettes. Crystal has decided to put down the brushes. I'm like, what's she about to do with all this makeup? What's she doing with the, like, where's the kit? Is she doing a kit sale? Like, what's going on? So I need all the tea on, like, what made you, on that decision to switch to doing consultant and, like, really, like, put down the brushes, like, stop doing makeup. So for the last two years, there has been a financial goal that I have not been able to meet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hello God (laughs) you did it for her you did it for her Mm -hmm. oh look at this post you said she did it for her too and since November I have been evolving a lot just in my personal life Mm -hmm. um and in full transparency about a month ago I uh, um where are we July 29th so yeah okay Beginning of the month, um, I had a real come to Jesus moment. And I realized how disconnected I had been for a year mm. um, in terms of like regular communication and regular contact and guidance like it's supposed to be. Um, I did one devotional and he read me fulfill in a loving way, of course. Um but it felt so good. Like I was like, Ooh, I know what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And oh, can I just say it? Like what I do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the pivot, so the pivot is consulting and I had already had a consulting offer in addition to my beauty offers, my makeup Uh offers. Um, and it wasn't hitting like that. And I was like, what the age? So when I had to come to Jesus moment, he just started talking to me like I throughout the day, I would just hear sweet whispers wow. and um, he whispered Fiverr to me. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's like thumbtack for business. Yeah. So I took my consulting package and I broke it down in pieces, put the pieces on Fiverr. Uh-huh. I read all the details, all the things like, what do I have to expect in being on Fiverr? And they was like, waiting. You should expect to wait because you have no hires, no reviews. Yeah. 
in less than 24 hours, somebody booked me for my highest offer. Okay. So I was like, the devil is a lie. I got done with that offer and that work so quickly. Mind you, me and my husband had took a random road trip to Savannah. So I did it in Savannah. I'm not used to doing that. I'm not used to being able to service my clients and I ain't in their face. Yes. And girl, I lost it. I lost it. I was just like, oh, this is the life. This is it. You know, and I was, just, and that's what I was telling my husband. I was like, this might be it. Um, I have, my number one spiritual gift is discernment. My second one is prophecy. My husband has the same gift of prophecy um, and his is joined with empathy. So the way that we work together, he can foresee something, but he can't be specific. Okay. Me, I'm specific because of the discernment. So he told me, he was like, I feel like a lot of money is about to come. And I was like, oh, like when or by who, you know, because that's, that's my lane. Right. Like, I don't know. So he just knows. I don't know. Mm-hmm. and with him it's just like a feeling so while we and he said that on the way to savannah the next day when we were in savannah i had um a bride book me who i had had her phone consultation like two weeks prior like it had been a minute you know so it was unexpected um and it was a smaller package but it was unexpected so i asked him i was just like is this it and he was like no <laughs> it's bigger that in it and I was like oh oh my <laughs> um submitted my work the the fiber work mm-hmm. two days later had a custom quote um for a like a VIP type of client on fiber okay. and I was like oh shoot fiber. and real quick long story short I ended up just sending her the proposal for my actual consulting offer I sent her the proposal. I'm real big on angel numbers too. So I sent her the proposal at tw- and I checked, happened to check the clock and it was 1234. And I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. Woke wow. up the next morning and I had it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh shit. And again, got done with that, that project, same amount of time, very quick, which is essentially kind of like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I was like, baby, what? This is genius this is it and I love it because I I helped her so much with her business with so what I do is I help you find the bottleneck in your operations and then I help you create a strategy in order to streamline that bottleneck and your operations going forward so what's a bottleneck oh girl really yes okay hourglass Uh uh-huh that funnel, that piece in the middle. Uh-huh. It's, so you're saying it's going to get down here. This is your goal. Yeah. In your business, this is your goal. Something's restricting it. Yeah, so like, we're going to get there, but it could be a lot faster and a lot smoother. So that middle part, whatever that, that clog is, that's called yeah. slow drain, is considered the bottleneck in your business. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I have a quiz on my website for you to find the bottleneck. Ooh, I'm going to take it. So yes, um... That's what I do. And to do that in an hour and a half and take someone's business who essentially like my, my one client um, in particular, my current client, she's been in business for 10 years. 
she when I tell you she has her shit together like mm-hmm. she has her shit together for sure um got a whole team and everything but it's still all over the place like yeah. stuff is all over the place and for me to I love 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 organizing I don't know why but I do um so I just saw like all the pieces in my mind as I'm going you know, through it with her and um, having her phone consultation. And it was nothing. Like I just, I saw the strategy. I saw the end result and the clarity and I wrote it all out. And she was like, oh my God, this is genius. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second part of what I do is I also build out your operational systems. So whatever it is that I'm recommending that you need or what services you currently have, um, I, again, I streamlined that by building out your full-on systems, completely Ooh. automating everything beginning to end. Yes. Wow. The whole nine. Um, so I help you to be able to provide the same type of experience that I know is rewarding because I provided the same type of experience to my customers or my yeah. Customers. yeah. That's really dope. So are you still like offering your services on Fiverr or, or like, have you kind of stepped away and do your own thing now? No. Um, no. So for real, the, the offers are still up there. Yeah. I'm so like head down into like my actual offer and my real business though. And mm-hmm. I am loving it. So, yeah. What kind of people are you helping? What kind of- um, Service providers. Okay, service providers. Female service providers. I help all of them. I don't care what you do. If you provide a service, I got you. A service like doing makeup or like teaching? Makeup, hair, photography, web design, coaching, um, strategist, anything like that. Any type of service. Do you have to do sales calls? Um, I don't have to. I prefer to. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I prefer to, no, but they're only 15 minutes. Like it's not long, but I mean, same when it came to my brides, like I just like to know who it is that I'm going to be working with. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, number two, when you're making an investment into your business, I feel like you deserve to be able to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, everything doesn't have to be so informal. Right, right. So there's that. High the, ticket. the extrovert in me, I gotta, I gotta talk to you some at some point. If you want to work with me, I got to hear your voice. Yeah. Is this, is, are these high ticket offers that you're, that you have? I mean, define high ticket. I mean, you know how we was paying high ticket. <laughs> I, you know what though, honestly, compared to the competition, because of how I have built out my whole project and my team and my system, mm-hmm. I charge half, if not damn near a quarter. Right. (laughs) Of what the competition charges. And I'm quoting it because I don't legit have competition. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people who build individual systems, but you don't, you have to know that that system works for you Mm -hmm. first in order to go to them and and seek them out. And then you also have to know that that system exists. So there's Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because I always, I know it's a lot of people that want to offer like high ticket stuff, but they've never paid high ticket stuff so it's like if oh. you never if you never paid high ticket oh, no. you don't even know how no, that you know feels. what oh my god that's the perfect segue so another light bulb moment that I had with regards to this pivot was I've been saying for years which is true my clients are me you know how people always say like you gotta fit who is your client mm-hmm. me yeah and that's why we mesh so well she is me 
I hate to be throwing out numbers like this, but fuck it. You can throw so, numbers like the, no, but like our reg. So the random road trip that me and my husband took to Savannah, we spent like two, a little over two grand mm-hmm. in a weekend. Three years ago, that was not our lifestyle. Right. You could not tell us that we would randomly go anywhere and spend two k mm-hmm. and not be looking through the bank account like, all right, so what's the plan? Yeah. What are we finna dispute? Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, if 200 and 400 or two grand is nothing to me, why have I been sitting here busting my ass trying to meet this financial goal, attracting a client to pay something that like they're, they're not in that space anymore. I'm not in that space anymore. Mm-hmm. I realized that mentally I was still attracting and stuck in that 25 to, oh shit, not even that girl, 21 yeah. to like 26, seven kind of age range. You know what I mean? Who need their makeup done regularly. My girls, where, where are you going? They don't, they don't need that. Right, right, right. A super special occasion, yeah. Maybe a special, a monumental birthday that ends in a five or a zero. <laughs> right. At this point, yes. You know, so I'm just like, I, I barely see them, and I love them to death. But mm-hmm. y'all not keep, baby. I'm expensive, and y'all not keeping my bills paid. And you know, to be honest, I was just like, well, shit. Why am I still trying to attract those same? Clients? I'm not even in that place anymore. So mm-hmm. I know my clients aren't in that place anymore. And I thought about it. I was just like, damn, she's the same place I'm in. So let me focus on what my clients always ask me while I'm doing their makeup that is completely unrelated to makeup. Which one thing that people always say is like either, how are you outside with your lifestyle? <laughs> a five and a wife and a business owner. Yeah. Um, and then I've, I've gotten either that or, bitch, you got five kids? How? Uh-huh. And I, I've always been like, how not? You have two. How are you not outside? You have none. How are you not living? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, I realized like I literally have strategically set up my kids. Like right now, all five of them home. Y'all here? Right. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> and I'm right under one of their bedrooms. So I've strategically like set up my, my home, um, my marriage, my business, my personal life outside of all of those people because crystal is still crystal right you know and i'm just like oh shit like that's actually a gift um being able to just kind of foresee how chaotic something could possibly be yeah and avoid that at the onset like no i'm I'm a dead it at the root so does everybody have like their own schedules or it's just not really no okay so for one train a child up in the way that she go my kids are so chill Mm-hmm. so chill like my my oldest I only have one boy and four girls so my son um he's a gamer like he has a whole YouTube channel and girl is good <laughs> it's so this is good. YouTube I don't know the name don't get me <laughs> I'm about to brand him now I'm about to, he's about to be a business so yes. look out for Caleb he's coming um but no like he has a you know a YouTube channel so he's in the house child is the point Mm. Um, my oldest daughter she wants to be a chef so she's in the kitchen (laughs) yeah so like you know like my kids like they're just really they're chill um my middle child she's like me she's a homebody 
put her in front of Kardashians and she good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my younger two, they're normal, like little girls, you know, who just kind of like to play. They play around in their room. They might go outside, but yeah. my kids, they really, they're really good kids. And, you know, like I just, I train them. Like they know, oh, mommy's got the client or, you know, mommy has to work. Don't talk to me. Hey, look, I, I be taking pointers from all my friends that got kids. I be like, I see how you did that just there. I see you. It's so it's impressive. It's a thing from birth. I love it. From birth, we've been training our kids to, they feel love for sure, um, but not clingy. Yeah. Like you can depend on me for what you need to, just the bare minimum now, you know, and I'll give you a little extra on top. That's the incentive. But I, be self-sufficient. I love that. Yes, I love it. Yeah. I don't need me to fix a sandwich. Like that's petty. Go ask your chef sister. You know, like yeah. that's I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yes. Full on dinner. I'm your girl. Mm-hmm. Some eggs. I'm not doing that. Right. Do it yourself. <laughs> so I know you help clients who are ready to um scale. Yes. And I feel like that word has been like buzzing. For Overly like used, child, Lord you know, Jesus. Scale, scale, scale. So like, how I like to think of scale though, real quick, it can be in any direction. Okay. Scale does not have to be up. Mm. Yes. So I like to look at it in any direction because I have literally scaled my business in so many different ways. I've said, you know what? I want to do less clients. So I need to move in this way. I want to do more during these months. I need to move in this way. Um, I want to go on this trip. You know what I mean? I want to start living this type of lifestyle. What have you, girl? All the changes. Mm-hmm. I have scaled my business every single time. I love that because I always think about scaling as, uh, but there are a lot of people who do need to like scale, scale back. And I've heard right. a lot of people say like when they did like scale back, that's where like the growth like really came when they really started to like focus on like one thing and be like when I put my financials like my new consulting offer into my spreadsheet and I get this shit mind you I had my consulting offer and my makeup offers in my consulting sheet took the makeup out added one more consulting offer in its place Mm -hmm. a milli a milli a milli girl that's crazy and I've been in the clouds ever since. Good luck bringing me down. When I saw that, I was just like, God, is this it? Yeah. Oh, <sighs> oh I ain't done. So <laughs> the VIP client from Fiverr, you know, that whole upselling situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did it again. So now she has my legit, I am in the middle of doing a full on build out for her across three different systems oh girl yes I but no it. honestly for me though it was I felt so so happy I was so 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 happy um and so grateful when she hired me you know because I was just like one this is it and it, that's just an amazing feeling to finally see what it is that God has had for you all this time yeah um two to see that again, it was so easy for me. And then three, to see how impactful I am still able to be in someone's life. Mm-hmm. And that works for me. I was just like, oh, this is checking off every box and boxes that I didn't even have on the list. Without having to lug around a kit 
a chair, a light. Move the hotels and then furthest away from the elevator. <laughs> after I plug, after I uh, posted the the video on um Instagram, uh-huh. girl cleared out my trunk and everything. Get this shit out of what you doing with it? It's in the closet right now. But <laughs> that's so funny, girl. Redid my whole room. Like for one, I'm impulsive, so there's mm-hmm. that. But it, it feels so good. The more that I got rid of stuff or impact up stuff, like. It feels so good. And I mean, I've been a makeup artist for the last seven years. Seven is completion. Mm. I did my job. I know that's right. And he showed me that I did my job because he is blessing me in this new arena. And again, I am so excited. I feel so inspired, so optimistic. I got a sign on my wall that says, practice reckless optimism. And baby, I do it. (laughs) I do it. Yeah, like I'm just, oh my God, it's it's everything. It's everything. And I and I feel like I can deliver the same type of excitement to my clients when they shit is fixed. Like I can help you get your shit together. Right. It's funny, my husband, when I was explaining the whole concept to him, he was like, Oh, so you'll be like the Olivia Pope of business. Okay. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if Instagram give me enough characters in my bio. Okay. Okay. They- can we get some more characters? <laughs> I need to put that in there. And more hashtags or something. How do, how do people know when they're ready to scale, though? Like, whether it's up or down. Like, how do they know? Because y'all going to read these captions that I'm posting. Mm-hmm. They're telling you. No, but seriously. Um, whenever, like, if you have a team and you're at a point, in, excuse me, in your business where you're like, you know what? I don't know what she doing or he doing, I can see that it's all getting done, but how do I really know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be one sign that you you definitely need to scale um, and it's time to streamline your business. Um, if you tired, child, if you tired, if you like, listen, I don't want another phone call, another DM. <laughs> I'm sick of looking at this thick ass inbox. Yeah. Your shit needs to be streamlined. When I tell you, like, my clients did not annoy me. I didn't get annoying inquiries or anything like that because my whole process was streamlined. Nobody slide in my DMs, not nobody that I ain't want in there. Right, right. <laughs> so if you have, let's see, what's another? Because I'm, I'm trying not to give out all my content, child. This is <laughs> content for days. What's another sign? Um, I guess lifestyle, too. Yeah, of course, but I'm want to be more specific. I'm drawing a blank at the moment. No problem. Check the no problem. <laughs> Has it been like a challenge for people to accept you in your new role or? No, like, and that's you... the other thing. Okay. I'm like, once again, y'all really fucking with your girls. Yes. Oh my God. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. No, but. At the same time, um, I'm also, I'm, I'm looking at a whole nother market now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of going to come off of the gram. I ain't going to be so heavy on there because my people just aren't on there like that. Right. Hell, the only reason I'm on there like that is the post. And so I love that. Like that, expecting them to be on there to look at it. Yeah. You got to, you got to meet your customers or your clients where they are. They aren't on Instagram. They probably on LinkedIn. Like that's where I'm headed. Yeah, that's those professional people. Thing. I'm starting to realize like LinkedIn is like is the plug. It's popping. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all just wait because I'm learning that platform as we speak. Yes, yes. As we speak. Y'all can have the dances and all the things. I might give y'all a, you know, you know, (laughs) y'all can have it. Okay. My kids is upstairs doing it now. I'm done. Girl, I had a friend tell me the other day, she was like, you know, you aren't the youth anymore, right? And I was like, you know, used to somebody, shoot. I still get ID. Speak for yourself. I still get carded too. Okay. I'm probably gonna get carded forever. (laughs) My mom was getting carded. She was 55 when she died and I still couldn't take her nowhere. People always think I'm younger than what I am. Me too. I get 20 something all yeah, the time. Me too. I'm like, that's cute, but no, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm trying to check my kids out of school, then that shit ain't cool. Right. Give me my kids to stop playing. Girl, I'd be so upset. I'll sit in the car though. I will sit in the car and tell my husband to go in there. He looked like a grown man. Go get your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not finna embarrass me. If I don't have like makeup on and all, you know, if I'm not done up. I look mm-hmm. like a child as hell. A childish. Yes. <laughs> where have you seen um where have you seen people have like the most challenges so far? Like with your clients, where are people cha- like struggling the most when it comes to like scaling their business and getting things streamlined? Automation. Okay. They are doing way too much shit manually and way too many redundant actions. Mm-hmm. Like asking you what your name is here and then again over here. We got um a contract signed through DocuSign that lives over there. We got an invoice paid through QuickBooks that lives over there. Mm-hmm. We got an inquiry form in Trello that lives over here. Child, put it mm-hmm. all together. Got you. Let's stop clicking everywhere. Let's stop getting random emails from our team saying, hey, I need this. Hey, have you gotten this? I don't want nobody asking me nothing that I have. I hate repeating myself. Mm -hmm. I hate repeating myself. And I feel like as business owners, we don't have time to repeat ourselves either. Nor do you have time to stop what you're doing at a stoplight, check your email and forward it to somebody else because they didn't want to read it the first time. Right. (sighs) We're going to put all of y'all stuff in this nice little client portal. And I'm gonna send you this client portal login one time. And I'm gonna call you when it's time for me to check in on your project with love. I love that, I love that. But boundaries. Oh gosh, the boundaries. They're necessary. Girl, I even got another phone. I got a trap phone now. So this is the trap phone, this is the work phone. Okay. (laughs) I got my personal phone. I don't even keep that phone on, like the, the trap phone is only on me during business hours. It goes on do not disturb when we're not in business hours and it stays downstairs away from me. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. So yeah, like just establishing those type of boundaries also, but because my system is so automated, I can do that. I can sit my phone down somewhere and I'm not going to miss a beat. Mm -hmm. How do you efficiently run your business behind the scenes? Girl, like this, with a whole bunch of alcohol and weed. (laughs) (laughs) no but no I did child listen I have all of the things to decompose let's be clear mm-hmm. okay I'm not saying that I don't be stressed and that people don't you know make my ass itch um but I definitely have systems in place I have three different systems right now uh a team of five different mm-hmm. people so yeah I don't do this by myself absolutely not how did you go about getting your team Graham 
the hashtags, people who I had interviewed, people who I had previously worked with um, before on smaller projects or whoever yeah. helped me, yeah, to, you know, to be able to set up like other systems, whoever told me about systems, stuff like that. Like, I was like, oh, wait, you know how to do this too. Cool. Got you, got you. Come together and get this money. Yes. So what's next for you? What's next for your, your consulting business? This is it. No. <laughs> um, so I officially have a consulting firm because I have a whole team. I have someone who does this and this and this and this and all the things and I'm still very much involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been up since three o'clock this morning working. <laughs> Girl. So there's that. I also have a weird sleep pattern. So there's that. Okay. Um, but yeah. That's it. That's what's next. I'm I'm just so optimistic about this. I'm I'm so excited. And yeah, that's it. Call me. Yes. Oh my God. This has been so good. I, and I, I just love it's something about somebody when you can see that they're walking in their purpose. Like you <laughs> and I have another um friend in beauty, Atara, that I talked about. I'm oh, you know, Atara. I remember her. Yeah. yeah. But just watching you all, it's just like a light that radiates out of y'all when you can tell that somebody is really genuinely doing what they're supposed to do, like mm-hmm. doing what is being called to them because she's another one. I don't know. She, I know she's going to come on the podcast soon, oh. but she's another one that is stepping away from doing makeup, amazing makeup artist, but she's stepping into styling. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a um, plus size stylist. And just seeing her operate in that, it, first of all, it's just like so her because she's so fashionable and just fabulous all the time, like literally all the time. She never looks bad. But yeah. it's just like you can like tell that, that she's like, man, her supposed to go get dressed together, girl. Well, let's go somewhere, girl. Yes. She's so happy doing it. And then I feel like when you really are genuinely operating in your purpose, not that you're not going to have your challenges, but yeah, it just seems like the opportunities just be like, yeah. Lessons that you would not have room to receive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's it's so amazing because I just, I see the outlook on it. I see the, um, the potential, like the space, the room, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I didn't see that before. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting there looking at palettes and, and brushes and shit. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it was just like, that was the blockage. Like he was not going to take me to that next level because I wasn't even going to the next level. Like, I'm just like, oh no, I'm going to keep doing the same kind of makeup mm-hmm. and just raise my prices year after year. Like, girl, for what? Now, no, it can only be, but so expensive, damn. <laughs> And, you know, and I knew that early on. I'm like, I'm going to cap. Mm. Then what? That's what you I, I eat the cap, like, at a restaurant, and I don't even have to do my makeup to go eat that. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, you know, like, a real-life thing for me. And I'm like, I've had friends that they all call me bougie, or they say, like, you extra. I've had even people who think I'm rich. I don't know why. I don't know what bank account <laughs> they're looking at. Um. But to me, I'm not, but I know, you know, that I am well off for sure. I definitely live a blessed um, and a prosperous life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry, but makeup is just not enough anymore. That's it. I still, I still love it. I still got enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I got three more weddings on the books. Three. And when right. they done. That's it. All right now. I wish you the best and of luck. better come buy this this stuff that I done put on sale. Cause when it's gone, it's gone, and when the sale is over, it's trash. <laughs> I need it out of my house. I need it out of my house. Telly. 
Look, keep me updated if you got some extra stuff because I always got students that uh that need girl to send them the darn story. Do I need to repost it? Yes, I'm gonna put it on the friends and beauty. Uh, (laughs) yes, (laughs) that yes, yeah. So before you go, (laughs) before you go, I have to ask you the friends and beauty rapid fire questions. You ready? All right. I guess. So tell me, what are the top three keys to your success so far? God, a plan, optimism. How do you measure your success? My bank account. What's the best advice you've ever received? I don't get none. You'd be giving it. What's the I'm best advice you've ever given somebody? Huh? You'd have to ask them. I had to ask them. Okay. Look, I would feel like all my advice would be good. I'll take that. I'll take that. So what advice would you give to someone who's in the position of wanting to transition out of doing makeup to do something like completely different? Um, just make sure that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Pray about it. Mm-hmm. Pray about it. Um, if your heart is in it, though, don't don't stop. Don't worry about what the numbers look like. Um, if they're not projecting how you feel like they're supposed to don't worry about the experience god will put you in positions that you did not know you were qualified for because baby the way my inbox no you didn't feel like your identity was tied to make up told me like you know like i'm i'm pretty fearless so i don't know i might be naive to that i really i wasn't i was so excited Mm -hmm. i was so excited and no, girl, I'm more scared of being disobedient to God, child. I'm scared of being broke and sitting here stuck in the same place. I know that's right. That's scarier because I just know a lot of people, their identities are tied to, you know, certain. Well, my identity things. is me. I am a mother, a wife, a makeup artist. Like I am all the things. I am a friend, a daughter, a sister. I'm not just a makeup artist. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So, what's a resource that has helped you in your business that you can share with the friends and beauty community? Um, other than the ones that I just mentioned, shoot, them yeah, lead then like Trello. sites are it. <laughs> no, the lead generation sites are it. Like for real. Like get your beauty business on Thumbtack. Learn how to follow up. I promise you, the business is out there. People are always saying, like, don't tag, don't work for me. Don't tag, don't work for me. Like, I'm about ready to teach a damn class on how to get y'all. You should. Get y'all together on Thumbtack. Child, if the people are sign up, I ain't doing another makeup offer or offer like that for somebody who ain't going to sign up for nothing. They you know they be all game. Do you do lessons? I throw lessons out there cricket. Y'all get on my nerves. You too, look. (laughs) I'm not playing with y'all no more. (laughs) You're so good, you can teach. So the last one, I want you to fill in the blank and say, my name is blank and the key to longevity and success is whatever you think it is. Why are you doing this to me? My name (laughs) is Crystal and the key to longevity and success is a strategy. Hmm. I, that's the first time someone has said that. Oh, I love it. A strategy, so true. Because my my last coach that I had, Marquel Russell, he's in Atlanta. Oh, and I just absolutely love him. But he he yeah he said I mean, recently, I'm in Atlanta too, but still yeah he's he's so dope. And the, the reason I liked him, I saw him at um one of my favorite 
entrepreneurs and podcasts is the Social Proof Podcast with David Shams. And he's in Atlanta too. I heard of it. But I went to his conference in 2019, I think, or was it 2018? One of those years. I think it was 2019. Oh, that's when you were here in July? And they hit nobody up? No, that was 2020. I was in July. Girl, don't come for me. Look, no, but like I met him at the conference. And what I liked no, about him. In 2019, you were here because that's when we linked up. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. What I liked about him, though, was that he got gold teeth. He's from the A, like real you know that's what I liked about him he was different but he's so fire and one of the things that he said on the podcast recently was like success is a strategy like you just got to get the strategy like this is not a secret to success success is a strategy I, I put the quote on the friends and beauty page but that is so I love that I love that before you go list all like tell us all your social media info and where people can find you um Everything is branded and everything is the same. So I am on all platforms. I'm about to start tweeting, y'all. Like, I got to learn how to do it, but I'm going to start doing it. Um, so everything is Crystal Ray Cole. That is K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-R-A-E dot C-O. Thank you so much, Crystal, for sharing with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Friends in Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Share this episode with at least one friend in beauty and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so that other friends in beauty can find this show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty to join the conversation and join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.